We have mentioned that Parsha's Devarim, which always precedes Tisha B'Av, features Moshe Rabbeinu's retelling of the story of the Chet Hamaraglim, the son of the spies. And this, we said, is one among the many connections between Devarim and Tisha B'Av, as Chazal informed us that the tragedy of the Meraglim took place on the same date. However, Moshe Rabbeinu does not merely recount the story of the Meraglim, but he also reviews the story of the subsequent tragedy of the Mapilim. After Hashem condemned the generation to exile and wandering, there was this seemingly remorseful group of people who actually confessed their sin and with religious fervor and conviction made a 180-degree turn and began to march towards Eretz Yisrael. This was an attempt to correct their sin. And yet, despite this seemingly valiant effort, they were stopped dead in their tracks by Amalek and Amori, who annihilated them in an instant. And the question is why their immediate shuva was not accepted favorably. They seem to have followed all of the steps of shuva in both versions of the story in Parsha Shlach and in Devarim. It's clear that they confessed their sin. They were literally in the midst of reversing their course, returning to the path that Hashem had wanted them on all along. What else could Hashem have possibly wanted of them at that point? Why were they so flatly rejected? The answer to this question is so crucial for understanding the true and often misunderstood avoda of Tisha B'av. The Torah does not state that Hashem rejected the tshuva or that it was too late for tshuva. Of course, if our tshuva is genuine, Hashem never rejects it. And so long as we're still alive and breathing, of course, it's never too late to do tshuva. In fact, if they had done tshuva any earlier, there would practically have been no sin in the first place. The simple problem, though, was that due to the impact of their sin, a decree had been issued against them, which included a withdrawal of divine protection. Yes, they were doing tshuva, but Hashem was not in their midst. No, their tshuva was not too late, but in a certain sense, their tshuva was almost too early. Now, what does that mean? I'll tell you that it does not mean that there is ever a moment that is truly inappropriate for genuine tshuva. But it means that the full process of tshuva does take time. Tshuva as a knee-jerk response to punishment does not provide a quick fix. In fact, saying I'm sorry as a response to the verdict almost never shields one from the natural consequences of one's actions, let alone that verdict. Granted, the basic steps of tshuva can sometimes repair the damage caused by one's sin. But tshuva without doing the time to feel broken over the impact of one's sin does not, in fact, mend what is broken in the relationship. In the same vein, although tshuva is always an important endeavor, and no less on Tisha B'av, that is not what Tisha B'av was designated for. Tisha B'av is, in fact, not an esratzon for tefillah. It's not an auspicious time. We do not recite slichos on Tisha B'av. The gates of tefillah are closed. Instead, we recite kinos. Because Tisha B'av is a time of distance, brokenness, and rejection. It's a time of reflection on what we broke. The gates of tears, though, remain open. In this vein as well, Tisha B'av is also actually not exactly the time to just wake up and start yearning for the Geula and the coming of Mashiach. It's not the time to say, now Hashem, I'm ready. 
that's almost as brazen as saying, never mind, I'm sorry, don't punish me, I won't do it again. And yearning for redemption could not just be the knee-jerk reaction to the unpleasant alternative that is exile. We're supposed to pine for it and make real desperate strides towards this goal of redemption every single day, regardless of the conditions of exile. And Tishabov is the time where we have to digest the reality that yet again we miss the mark, that we're not there. It's the time where we reflect on how very possibly we didn't actually want it enough until now. You want to gauge proper yearning for Geula? Tishabov is not the time. Let's see how much we want it on Simchas Torah or on Purim. Let's see how much we want it when our preferred political party is in power. In the meantime, Tishabov is the time where we have to face the fact that as per our routine, we accept exile as the status quo every single time until Hashem shakes us up and shows us an unpleasant alternative. It could be that in this vein as well, we pray in Eicha, Hashivenu Hashem Eilecha Vinashuva, which if we read it carefully, is not just a simple pledge of tshuva. Translated literally, it means, return us Hashem and we will return. Now what kind of chutzpah is that? We sinned. Since when is it Hashem's job to schlep us back in Shuvah? The answer is that indeed, right now, Hashem has distanced Himself from us and us from Him. Yes, it was a result of our sins, but that distance is there. And that means that we can do Shuvah all day long. But as long as He remains at that distance from us, we will remain at that distance from Him. It means that maybe, right now, our tshuva alone won't be sufficient. This is the consequence of our sin that we need to live with until that reality changes. We might be ready now, but who said that everything has been fixed? Who said that we can now summon divine protection and redemption at our whim? Hashem wanted it all along, but now, all of a sudden, now we're ready to start following His Ratzon? Perhaps it's never too late to reverse our course, but until Hashem returns us, we live with that distance. And that might take time to fix. And Tishabov is that time. Maybe we'll meet back with Hashem afterwards and see how we're doing. We'll see how much we still mean it. Hopefully we shouldn't need to do any more time. But so long as there remains this window of time, we have to reflect not just on the conditions of exile, but on the reality of exile, the distance between us and Hashem. And if we're genuine, we will use the time wisely. And then we can leave the ball in Hashem's court. Hashivenu Hashem, Elecha, Vinashuva.